This is a Talking Digital production. Find more great podcasts at TalkingDigital.org. More than 10 years ago, Rick Castellini and Adam Cochran joined forces on radio to answer people's computer questions, to find solutions to those problems that burdened even the most average human. Today, that mission continues as we answer those questions here on this podcast. This is Castellini on Computers, the podcast. Let's do it. All right. That works. That sounds good. More than happy Although I only that. have one client scheduled, I've got to deliver oh. a laptop. Oh, no. But I do have a couple calls i got to return. Yeah. I haven't had anybody... We do a call around lately, so it's unbelievable. Just three months ago, I couldn't keep up. You know, but you know what? As soon as you start complaining about it, you'll have another rush. That's, That's why I keep complaining. The way it always works. Man, I'm sorry about that. I well, just, I'm thinking that Labor Day, Labor Day, yeah, school starting. Remember, school starting always does that. Two weeks after school starts, you can't keep up with the demand. It's, but the week school starts is always dead. It's like mm. the week after Christmas. No, wait, is the week after Christmas busy? I think so. Yeah, it's... I can't remember. It's usually One, after New Year's. Yeah, there usually you go. Wait still after there New you Year's. go. Yeah, so that whole gap there where you think you're never going to have another client and then you can't keep up with it, so... Uh, yeah, I don't miss that. Hey, while we're prepping for the uh, show here, yes. I just installed the Google Chrome from the Google Chrome store... Okay. The ability to do your calendar and Gmail offline. Ooh, through Google I saw Chrome. that Did was coming. That? I saw that was coming today. I haven't installed so it. So it yet. asked me today. It said, "Would you like to install that?" I did install a Mac app uh, from the Mac App Store this week. Mm-hmm. That uh, is the first one that I've used. That I've thought, "Hey, this is actually very, very nice." And it was. Uh, I got to show you, tell you some tricks about Mac. Stuff. Actually, you know what? We'll start the show. Okay. And then we'll talk about sure. it. Oh, welcome to the Castellini on Computers podcast, or Castellini on Computers, the podcast, or the computer, Rick and Adam, Rick talk and Adam talking about technology. So <laughs> welcome to our show, uh, doing the show, uh, we've been doing this for about uh, 35 years now, minus, Collectively. minus 20, um, but yeah, we've been doing it for, for a long time, but uh, we talk about all the technology stuff, news that's going on, we occasionally throw out a few tips, uh, answer a few emails if you pay us money. And uh, we are capitalists. We enjoy being capitalists. And so, yeah, if you pay us, we're more than happy to answer answer your computer question. And uh, so, yeah, we talk about everything. Mac PCs, cell phones, etc. By the way, I'm Adam tablets. Cochran. Yeah, tablets, yes. I'm Adam Cochran. And I'm Rick Castellini. And there we go. And you can find Adam everywhere at Talking Digital. Yep. And you can find me everywhere at HelpMeRick.com. There we go. Right? That's how Except- it works. Okay. Except Facebook, you won't see me there very often. Yeah, Rick doesn't hang out. You're still there, but you're basically an RSS very feed rarely. for your website. There, right, so. right, right. If you're if you are a Facebook, and I'm just the opposite. Out. I occasionally pop in on Twitter. I use mm-hmm. Twitter for collecting information, but I seldom participate in it. So. I don't do a whole lot on Twitter anymore either. I just yeah. I find that social networking yeah. takes extremely too much time. I understand. I just I just yeah. find that it's not convenient. I I have a smartphone. Uh-huh. I'm in front of a computer a lot during the day. Yep. But I find that it's 
it's inconvenient for me time wise. Right. Because when it comes down to it, I my business and you and I have talked about this before. I'm in the business to try to make computers help me save time. Right. And I find that the less time I'm in front of a computer, yeah. the happier I am. That's probably very true. And getting drawn into to social networking, and I did it for a while, kind of just sure. to test it out. Yeah. And my favorite of all of them is Twitter. Right. But I still use it more today for information gathering. Right. And I find Facebook just extremely petty. Yep. And extremely uninteresting. And yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from. And I think that we have very similar looks. I do use Facebook Facebook more, but I think I use Facebook the way most people use Twitter. That's what you were um, telling me. And so, I mean, if you look at my Facebook feed here, we have a, a local DJ okay. that I keep in touch with. And I mostly follow her because she talks about local news, local okay. information. All right. The TV station. Okay. okay. That one is a friend, an actual friend that I know in real life that I talk to every time I see him anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I do have them. Uh, the news, uh, the local or a uh, dollar theater chain. I just like to keep track of what's going on with them across the country. Someday oh, okay. they're going to come here. And uh, then, of course, we've got a relative and then a local DJ again. A former, uh, somebody who used to work here in Grand Junction, Rachel West. Who seems um, to be doing quite well, She's right? doing very well in Denver now very as cool. a local DJ, actress, a voice talent, all of that. Very cool. Uh, my uh, university that I'm getting my master's from, Clayton Morris, who is a uh, Fox News um, weekend guy, but he also does a lot of social media stuff. So as you can see, I have to go all the way through an entire feed, and I don't have anybody on here that uh, that is just an obscure, you know, person. It's all either people who I literally know in real life. Now, how how many quote unquote friends do you have? Uh, I, you wouldn't believe. I used to have. I think I used to have seven hundred people. Mm-hmm. Now I went through and I go through and I do a mass cleansing all the time. And you know what? I don't even know where it tells you where you your number of friends are. Uh, go to your profile page. Yeah, I thought that's where I went, but... uh, Doesn't it show you that? Okay, I'm down to 344, and I'm still cleansing all the time, but... uh, Thank you for leaving me in there. Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. (laughs) But I've noticed, I I mean, really, again, I have to go through pages before I find somebody who I don't actually talk to in real life Um, on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. There's very few old high school friends or anything like that. I this is all people who I actually relate to mm-hmm. and, uh, and I care about what they have to say. Not necessarily that I'm hanging on every word, but, but I do like to know what's going on in their mm-hmm. lives and they're using, and like I said, I'm using it like Twitter. Well, but I guess i what I found about social networking is, is, is it's a place of roses and chocolate. You yes. don't always from Very at least true. the people that I follow, right? They're not going to put on there that, their kids woke up this their two-year-old woke up this morning and wet the bed exactly they had to change the sheets right well they might that is kind of the stuff they put or they're not going to put on there that that uh or or i find that the people that do put things that aren't roses and chocolate they put it there because they like the sympathy right because i've seen people say oh oh yes i woke up today my back hurts and then oh Oh, i hope your back feels better and you get get you get 20 of those yeah or your birthday Yes. The birthday is a perfect example yes. for me because my birthday changes on Facebook. Sure. I never put my real birthday. Right. 
And it's so funny. If I forget to change it before the, the fake one comes right. up, then all of a sudden people I haven't heard of or don't yeah. even know in some cases. Or, happy or early on, I added too many people. I, they start wishing you happy birthday. I've always wondered what happens if you go in and change your Facebook birthday every day. And you just change it to the next day. That would be a good social uh, so that every day experiment. It says or at least maybe birthday. once a month. Yeah. Do it once a month. That'd be there kind of funny. That'd yeah. be a good, that'd be a good see experiment. see who notices. Your birthday was just yesterday. Speaking of social experiments, I think the very right. last time we met, we talked about a gentleman who put up his Starbucks. Didn't we do that on our yes. last podcast? We've talked about that a couple times now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we did it at the radio, radio show. radio show, yeah. Well, he put up his Starbucks uh, user card. Right. And that you could add, it's a, it's a card that you can put, that you can have on your wallet or you can put it on your smartphone. Yep. And then you can refill it and anybody can refill it. Well, after about five or six days of just tons of money going through that account right. and lots of people buying with it, a lot of people uh-huh. paying back to it, Starbucks shut them down. Wow. And I, I'm not sure why. I never really researched that out. But Probably is being used by the mob to launder money or something. Who knows? To buy lattes? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know. Wow. But anyway, I thought that was a very interesting thing. But uh, I, I'm, I like social experiments, and I think that's why I tried them out. Sure. And I, and I still kind of go back there. And even my children, I, I kind of watch what they're doing a mm-hmm. little bit. And they're not doing as much as they used to. No. It seems to no. be photo sharing, I think, is something people enjoy doing. Right. Somehow, I don't know how, because it's not that easy, but somehow they think it's easier on Facebook than maybe uploading to Picasa or I think Flickr it's because it, I think that photo sharing on Facebook works so well because that's where all the people are anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't have to convince them to go look at your Picasa site or your uh, your Flickr page. They're already mm-hmm. on Facebook, so Shut when you the upload them, they see them. I do like the way Google Plus is implementing the photo sharing. Mm-hmm. I don't I know if you've seen, seen that. I haven't seen it. But uh, well, you can it, when you install Google Plus on your phone. I think I can't remember how it all works. At least it automatically works with Android. I'm not sure on the iPhone. But anytime I take a picture, mm-hmm. it uploads it to a private folder. On Google Plus, automatically. Now, that's a setting you can say yes or no? Yeah, you can say yes or no, and you can turn it off, and you can also make it a public folder if you want, but I like making it a little private folder. And it just automatically syncs you? Automatically, every time I take a picture. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. I really do. That is kind of a cool I really do. I know some people, it does slow your phone down a little bit every time you take a picture. Does it uh, put the full resolution, or does it resize it? I haven't played enough with it to know. I think it's full size. Because I'm curious about how much data it's I'm pretty sure it's full size, but I'm not positive, so... Okay, anyway, speaking of cell phones, yes, uh, Sprint has been in the news quite a bit lately because of uh, there. There's a rumor that they may get the iPhone, right? And I think that's a pretty good rumor. You what think it's a pretty good rumor? And there's yeah. also still a lot of rumors about is Sprint going to be in business next year? Yeah. So I mean, it's a oh boy, they better they're, be. They're kind of a funny company in terms but, well, of. Well, I think that that was pre AT and T and Motorola merger. Or uh, T-Mobile. Or T-Mobile, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the Motorola and, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it again. T-Mobile and AT&T merger, I think possibly could have killed Sprint. But now it's looking like that probably won't happen. It looks this like week it is. looks like they might nix that. Yeah, which is good. I was kind of hoping that they would. Um because that would just mean one big CDM or one big GSM company. Well, we go back to right where AT and T was in the eighties. Exactly, where exactly. they were the so only I, game in town. Yeah, I think it's. A, I think it was a good. I think it is a good move to block that. Um, but I think that could have killed Sprint, mm-hmm. or Sprint would have had to combine with 
Verizon. Verizon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'd had two behemoths. <laughs> we'd have two behemoths, and then eventually they. So we only have. Again. We still have three now. Yeah. But I think it's enough to drive competition between the three. I agree. And I would I hate agree. to see Sprint go the way of the Dodo Bird because. Yeah. Uh, to me, you got to have the competition, right? If there's no competition and, out and there, and really nobody wants to admit it, but I think that there's a ton of competition now coming from the contract-free phones. I, I think, think so the too. Track phone and all, and we're considering a track phone for our kids. We have mm-hmm. a plan; we could do it, but mm-hmm. but we need a phone to just send them to the park with, you right. know. And uh, and I think those are actually developing quite a competition, and a lot of them use existing companies' networks, but not right. all of them. Well, and you know that I'm I'm really interested in 3G data, right? For like an iPad or a, or a laptop, sure. And I was at or one of our local grocery stores the other day, and I noticed the little kiosk with the track phones and the right. calling cards, and and they now have a track phone type right. USB data card. Yeah. And I thought, wow, now that's a cool idea. Yeah. And then you just turn it on when you want to for ten bucks for the day or, sure. or seven bucks for the day or whatever it is. Yep. And um, not, I haven't researched it enough to figure out what kind of coverage it offers. Yeah, and, and it, kind of it's not the cheapest way to go by any means. But if you just need something while you're on vacation, I think it's a fantastic Well, that's what idea. I'm thinking. It's, well, it's like track phone. It's not yeah. the cheapest always, but right. if it's infrequent. Right. You know, I don't know. The other thing I think that, at least around in our area, which we're more, a little more rural than a lot of folks, uh, we still have a few real local right. cell companies. Yeah. And I've seen some billboards around town where they're offering unlimited data, unlimited text, unlimited sure. co- calling. Yeah. Now I'm sure once you go in there, it's not national. So I'm uh, sure it's yeah, going to be that's a good question. I I'm, don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if it's just Valley wide. Yeah. I'm not so sure. I don't know that, I, but the prices are crazy. I saw one the other day. It's a 59.99. Yeah. For unlimited. Unlimited. All three. Now the hard part about those is it's usually not a family plan. So a lot of times you can't share it among phones. So it's going right. to be $50 per phone. Right. But that's um, not bad. No, it's not bad. It's, if not, you, bad if it's, it's not bad if you only have one or two phones on your plan. Right. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. So no, I think the, another statistic I saw, and you may have seen that this week, is that uh, in Europe right now, over 50% of all internet connections are cellular. Oh, yeah. Now, we yeah. know they don't have the infrastructure for a lot of cable and a lot of sure. DSL like we do. But I think that tends to be the future of what's happening. And we mm-hmm. see here in the Valley, again, we've seen a couple of, of companies that have come in and put up cellular high-speed right. internet, Stellara. Uh, what's the other one? that You had, you had a new one. You is had a test. Not Skynet, that, but something like something that. Something like it's that. A, yeah. Skybeam. Skybeam, yeah. Skybeam, yeah. And they took over for Keon, right? Right. Okay. Right. Or it's Keon using the Skybeam technology. I don't know exactly how it works, but... Right. But uh, yeah, the old key or the Keon system is implementing a Motorola Skybeam something rather. And those data speeds are looking pretty good. Data. Yeah, one point right. five uh, uploads. So although I may be moving next week, Adam to Palo Alto. Oh, really? Good. Be- because uh, did you hear about what happened in Palo Alto? Google just implemented citywide. Oh, they're super fast uh, fiber optic. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I didn't look at the costs or anything. Yeah. But they they had a uh, download speedtest.net download screenshot the other day <laughs> yeah. the download speed from the little test was over 253 megabits <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> wow so that's a little quick wow that so is i thought that was cool because we have a we have a bar president here now optimum is pretty quick yeah about 15 yeah and it's yeah, it comes in at about i think if you do 10, a speed test yeah it comes know. 10 to 12 yeah and uh 
but can you imagine 253? That is crazy. Look out, uh-huh. BitTorrent. Boy, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. Pirate Bay is going to move there, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, but now I wish I could go to Palo Alto, but I don't think I'll be going to Palo Alto. I hear you. I hear you. That's... So, hey, you, you, one other thing I think that's, I've just seen this as a trend lately. And I okay. think this goes to what we were talking about is people do not want to be as distracted as we are these days with all the things happening, uh-huh. social networking and news and right. Stumble for me. Stumble, I guess, is my favorite social Yeah, Stumble networking. is an amazing, I don't think a lot of people think of it as social yeah. media, but it maybe is. Maybe that's why I like it. It is. It's not really. cool. Yeah. But um, I'm here in the Google App Store because I downloaded the Gmail offline okay. for Google Chrome and I okay. also downloaded the calendar but one of the top results is write space productivity of oh, the app wow. yeah. and it's one of these things where and on our WordPress does that now for our websites mm-hmm. where you do full screen with no menu bars Nothing. no it's just a white screen it's just a white screen to type on and a nice clear font yeah. yeah and then one I have on my on my MacBook Air is called uh, let me find it here it is called Omni Writer, Ohm Writer. In fact, let me try to fire it up because it has some pretty neat music. I'll turn <laughs> it up here. It recommends you use a headphone. Let me see if I can. Now, what's funny is I'm sure that um, Apple is working on. Oh, there we go. It's beautiful. I don't know. Now, this is uh, your Omni Writer. This is an online. No, no, this is. A, oh, it is one that you a, buy? No, no, it's a free one. Because it's got... Wow. And it has trees. <laughs> has a okay. wallpaper that you can write over. So that's oh. music one. That's beautiful. Let's just try a different one. That's kind of soothing, right? It is. Is that kind of... Wow. I don't know. Where's, where's my... Oops. Where I think they're I? in the back. I think they're in the back and they bounce towards your... Towards your screen and off your screen. Okay, so if I hold it this way, maybe they'll yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's good. So that, I don't like that one as good as the second. Tell you the truth, I've never written more than three words in this. Wow, it still is really, really nice. Omni Writer. So for the Macintosh. And, it's a free one. and uh, I don't know if they have an iPad app also. But this I don't know about that music though. So I was in a village, and in fact, this morning I, I like a, the two. This morning I had a friend who called me. Uh, or actually last night I had a friend who called me and I've been helping him with a project for a while and he had a busy day and I have a busy day uh-huh. and he wanted to get the, I could let ha- that go through the whole show if you want. There you go. Thanks. He wanted to have this meeting this morning. So the only time we had that mm-hmm. I had available all day was this morning. So I met him at six o'clock this morning. Oh, you did? Yeah. I went so down to village. Inn. Since, oh, so I was at village Inn this morning and, and, uh, meeting with him and we were working on this project and I had my MacBook Air there, and we're working. Do they have Wi-Fi at Village Inn? Yeah, they do. Wow! So we were sitting there working, and uh, and all of a sudden, Did you have a waffle or uh, a skillet. No, I had uh, no. I had actually the one of the heavier things. I had the chicken fried steak oh. with eggs this morning at six a.m. At six a.m. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good. Uh, the picture was nice. I was hungry and, for that. Okay. And I also don't know if I'm going to have lunch today, so I figured now I'll have something oh, heavy. That'll get you through for the next day or two. It'll work. Um, but anyway, but we were sorry, sitting there sorry. working. This this is a long story for a very short point. But uh, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we're sitting there it's working. It's a podcast. And all of a sudden, like 1970s jazz... Uh, slow, slow jazz, like what they'd use in the background in in Taxi, if the old mm-hmm. TV show Taxi or something came on. 
and I'm working away. Came over the all over the loudspeaker. So I'm just I'm working away, and my brain's going, and that music hit, and I couldn't think. It, it totally drained me of any creativity. It was so bad. How fun. And that's kind of how that music is to me. I don't think I could think and listen to that. Because you think it would distract you. I, I don't know what it is. It just sucks my creativity right out when I get into something that mellow and that... I, I don't need want to put stuff. you to sleep right right, yeah. right. I, I think I better with a good Beatles track running in the background. I do too. I, if I have Pandora running yeah. I, and I funny thing is I don't turn it on as often as I should right because if I have it running I can have a pretty good yeah. little clip of of productivity sure but if things are quiet yes then I tend to kind of no see I absolutely yeah and and I can't it's not just the speed of the music because I can I absolutely can put on uh what's his name Andrea um the opera guy, the, the um, you know what I'm talking Pavarotti? about Pavarotti, not Pavarotti, but I could do Pavarotti too. Mm-hmm. I can put I can put opera on and actually work pretty well with opera for mm-hmm. some reason. I don't know what it is, <laughs> or even Mozart. You know, I can put on classical. I still prefer the Beatles or the Stones or something, but right. but I can do that. But man, this stuff, this jazz stuff was, you know, it wasn't good jazz. It was. Bad really jazz. mellow, way too mellow for oh, creativity. Mellow jazz, not good uh, beat jazz. You're talking right. about right? No, yeah. right. that I can do, but this was more. <laughs> you know, oh man, I just barely, <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. That was oh, speaking of uh, good music, yes, I went to Rock Estra. Oh yeah, did, did you, you hear about that? that? I've been wanting to go to it. There's only I've been, been this to go is to the second one. Yeah, it second was one. very good. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. In fact, the the very first song they did was was um, gosh darn, I can't think of it right now. But it was a, uh, a Queen song. Uh huh. It wasn't. Um, gosh, I can't like, think of it. But it was it was so good. The very yeah. first song uh-huh. that it set the mood for the rest of I've the, the go songs. I've got to go. Yeah. But I have to say, the first song was so good. I think they should have the made a finale. Of, oh, okay. But yeah. it was very good. Extremely yeah. good. One I have the, always liked orchestra and other instruments with rock with rock right i think it's just i when, think it's a great when this when uh, aerosmith i think it was for the grammys one year mm-hmm. had that like 300 piece orchestra and they did dream on oh yeah i mean yeah. that just it just moves you doesn't it, it does. it's amazing such powerful music with that rock yeah absolutely and in, in the rockestra here locally they have five singers right and so they have five singers, and they got the rock band instruments, and then uh-huh. the orchestra. Right. And the five singers alternate being lead, uh-huh. but oftentimes either at least two, but sometimes all five of them are singing as well. Sure, yeah. So it's really well done. Yeah, that's actually produced or put on by one of the people in the music department at Mesa right, State. Right, right. Yeah, he so, was yeah. the he was the kind of the what do you call it? The band, not the band leader. What do they call I it? Don't the know, uh, MC composer or something. Yeah, not Whatever he is. I don't know what he is. I don't know what he is. He's anyway. the guy who'd done it. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that there. Cool. Well, but, the one um, thing that happened since we met last, yes. and uh, I that forget is, how much it is fun to do these podcasts. I and, totally agree with you. And I, we usually end up talking about something. I, I and it is technology related. Absolutely. That's our goal. And that's what we're. But what happened in. since last time? Since the last time we met, yes. Uh, HP, uh, yes, totally dissolved WebOS, yes, which means more to this show probably than it does to the average geek out there, because we're huge we Palm users. Palm we was were. really our thing. We we loved the Palm. We we 
your first I carried cell around, phone. Well, not your first cell phone, but your first smartphone, I guess you could say. Right, and it was a smartphone. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was the handspring, Sprint handspring, uh, I forgot what they called that darn thing. But you, <laughs> I want to say data, if, but that wasn't right. If anybody remembers the old yeah. handspring uh, that you could plug in gadgets to. Right. And that was kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. But... Uh, you bought this little device, and it was probably no more than an inch high. But then yeah. the antenna it was about the size was, of a cigarette lighter with a antenna on it. That's basically. right. That's a good so point. And you plugged a, it in the top of a handspring visor, right? Which was if, a big. And if you don't know what that is, go out and thing. search for that on Google yeah. Images. And so it was a pretty substantial little piece of uh, yeah. equipment, but it was very cool because I had the the what I considered the nirvana of technology, which was. Uh, which was the um, combination? Yeah, what, what, contact your manager, your PDA. And what was what I'm looking for? A combined device, but what's converged? Converged device. device. There you converged. go. Converged. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, because it was a PDA. It was a cell phone. So before iPhone, was and I even, remember when you first started occasionally doing email on it mm-hmm. with data. So it, yeah. yeah. And then from there we went to. And the then trios. you, I think, found Mapopolis. Yeah, found Mapopolis. But now that was an offline map. Mapopolis was an offline was, map. You synchronized it with your. With your computer, yeah, it was, was pretty crazy. Good. But no, it was awesome to be able to sit there and, and look things up and be able to do my calendar, and yeah, it was a very cool thing. It was didn't it have really to carry was. more than one device. That was a big thing for right, me. Right, and it had the the monochrome screen. I didn't have uh-huh. the visor color, which by today's standards, the visor color and the palm color yeah. at the time the, were the screens were horrible compared to they what we have today. Really but bad. again, that was ten years ago. Yep. Or yep. at least eight years ago. Yep. It's amazing where we've gone in eight years. I know. It's just amazing. It really is. But yeah, but WebOS was the pre-POM. Right. Was the POM. HP bought it, re- retooled it. Tried to make a, it work for six months and then totally right. dissolved it. So Retooled it as a tablet. Yeah. And not even six months. I think it came out yeah. what, in April. It was really bad. I mean, it was yeah. four or five months. And they well, were I mean, WebOS in general right. has only been out for a year and a half or two years, something mm-hmm. like that. But... It's sad because it was a good operating system, but you just can't compete with Apple. I think it was in our Today's Business Insider, or maybe it was yesterday, but I saw that there's a... Yeah, it's not in Today's. There was another There was another rumor that maybe Samsung would buy WebOS. I don't know why. I know there's tons of rumors. It just... It, you can't save it now. I can see them maybe implementing it in something. I, I, I guess where I could see it, and the same goes with the... The playbook, the BlackBerry device. Right. I can see them implementing the software into specialty tablets, like at a doctor's office or a mechanic shop. It's somewhere where it has a one specific use mm-hmm. and you need the tablet interface. I can see that. But I don't think there's going to be a consumer tablet that's going to compete with the iPad and the Android system. I just don't think it can come Well, from, you've heard the, the rumor that came out just this week, and apparently it's more than a rumor. It's close to uh, being confirmed is that Amazon is going to uh-huh. come out with an Android yes. tablet. I think that's a, I that think could that is already fairly confirmed, right? Confirmed, but not announced, right? Right. right. So, I mean, that could be a big thing. It they, is. If Amazon hits an Android tablet... And if they can do the right price point and the right... But you know what I could see happening? Mm-hmm. That, that I, I think that, that Barnes & Noble has this tucked away and they're just waiting. Okay. I think that they've got a... Uh, not an OLED. What's the you know an e-ink, a color e-ink screen? Just waiting. Really? I think that you they think do. so. I do. I think they do. I don't think Amazon has that ready to go yet. Uh-huh. It wouldn't surprise me a bit if. Uh, huh. I wonder if because yeah, wonder they how... have the color Nook. They have everything in place. We know that that. 
technology exists. And, and we know that they're behind the Nook because that's keeping them afloat. Right. I mean, if right. it wasn't for the Nook, Barnes & Noble had gone the way of Borders. Yeah. And so I think we're very, very close. I think there's, that's interesting I think there's something I don't know a lot the about horizon. the color ink, but it is such a special technology that it... I'm wondering if they it can was, actually bring color to that see, technology. It was it was the but it was announced two years ago at CES. I saw it. Oh, you saw Color Ink? Yeah, there's Color oh, Ink. Okay. So it's there. The screen. It's not as pretty. It's okay. not as so. It's kind of like it doesn't compare with LED. It's kind of like the visor color. A little color. nicer than that. I mean, okay. it still is. It still has a lot of colors to it and a, a nice resolution. Okay. But it is kind of that transflective look to it. Okay. Um. Oh, I didn't know that you actually had seen yeah, it. Yeah, it wild. actually was announced a couple of years ago. And oh. it's, I mean, they were saying it was too expensive and it wasn't perfect. they always are right that. away, sure. But I really think that, I really think Barnes Noble has that tucked away and they're just sitting there waiting. And that just, that's totally from little glimpses of things I've heard about companies buying that technology and planning on implementing it. Um, and I would have, and I think that if Amazon would have had that, they would have done something with it already. But I think they that, like to come out with things fairly quick. I think Barnes and Noble would hold back, just like they did with the Color Nook. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon released the. You think we're going to see any big surprises in the holiday season this year? Um, from gadgets. Well, I think that the Nook, the next Amazon or the next Kindle will definitely be touchscreen. But mm-hmm. the but the Nook is already touchscreen. The new right. Nook. So. But do you think we're going to see that this year? Or do you think we're going to see big? From, from Apple or from Amazon or from anyone? Do you think there's going to be some big uh, must-have in the technology world for this this Christmas season? Not anything major. I think that we may see a iPad 2.5 that has a higher resolution camera in it. You think so? Um, before we see the iPad 3 come out. I think that's a good possibility. I think the iPhone... They don't do many .5. Well, they don't, but they did. This, but they did. They did the 3GS or the 3G... Yeah, 3GS... That was kind of a 0.5 upgrade on the iPhone 3G. Do you remember that? Well, but it was well because it was a year later, though. It was it was uh, well, yeah. But same, that's it, true. That's it true. It was the same so, form factor. Yeah, I can, so, I, I mean, see. But they but it's not unusual for them to put a background update to uh, the iMac in there. Right. They'll say, okay, we're going to start putting a one terabyte hard drive in instead of a 500 gigabyte hard drive, and they'll do that without any major announcement. Without changing the name of the product or anything like that, they'll just kind of implement higher specs. So right. I, I can see that sort of thing happening to the to the iPad uh, before we see a, a next version. Possible, um, possible. I think that the next iPhone. Uh, I think I I really like all the uh, rumors. I like them. Not that I can confirm them or anything mm-hmm. else, but I like all the rumors that say that there's an iPhone coming around the corner that has dual radios in it. That has the GSM and the CDMA radio in it. And when you, you buy know, a phone... You know what's rumored about the new iPhone that I'm most happy about? The voice control. The problem. voice control. Voice Fine. control. Fine. <laughs> and in, we have... I hope it works. Well, we have lingo for the iPhone. So right. I can say, text Adam Cochran. Right. I am on my way over. Yeah. And I love it, but I just don't want to do the text Adam Cochran. Sure. I don't no, want to have to go you. to another app. I know. And then click it. I want to be able to be like the Android yep. and just click the microphone. I hear you. Yeah. And I'll tell you when I anytime I show voice to an Android user, uh-huh. or if I'm helping someone set up an iPad or an iPhone, sure. I always put the Google app for searching. Right. And people are just absolutely blown away. Yeah. They just really cannot believe that they can sit there and ask for directions to someplace, or <laughs> or weather in a place, or 
yeah. restaurants in this area. I, I or, use the voice maybe once a week. I don't use it that often, but I, I love the I voice. I see what you're saying. I all I always use it for the Google search. You know why I, I don't think, use it as often for for my text. well. And I think here's another reason is I think that since you're an iPhone user, mm-hmm. you don't have a tactile keyboard. And I really think that I don't I know, miss the you, I know you don't think you'd miss it, but here's that's why I think voice has such an appeal to you. Uh-huh. No, that, well, I'm, but I'm you, just analyzing. But you, you know, I've been a dragon, naturally speaking, user for years. I've always tried well, it on true. and off. And that's true. I used to do email, answer email with dragon, naturally speaking. Sure. I've always been enamored with with speech recognition. Sure. A because I think it's a very cool technology. Yep. But B, it, to me, it saves time. And again, that comes back to my earlier point at the top of the show: is I like to save time. Yeah. And if if I can, I can say a phrase into Google much faster than I can type it sure. on, even on a full size keyboard. Right. I mean, if I, I have the Google, I have the Voice app here on my uh-huh. on my MacBook Air and on that little Chromebook. Uh-huh. In, in, incidentally, this is a podcast, but do you have a use for the Chromebook? I could find a use for it. Because I'm either going to either give it to you or maybe I'll give it away as a prize at the user group. Don't give it away. Okay. Um, because I I can use it as a teaching tool. Okay. Absolutely. Because, I, because I'm thinking So if that. you've got use for it, yeah. I've I'll, tried And I'll trade it. you something for it or whatever. That's that's okay. cool. We can come up with some sort of deal I, I and got trade. I for free. I know. I know. But but, uh, but, anyway, but, but yes, since we're talking I, about the Chromebook. As a, as a teaching tool, I absolutely can use it. Okay. Well, th- let's let's... Let's segue into that first, okay. just a second. I'm the ready. Chromebook. Yes. Here is something again. I think it's just a toy for um, for Google. I don't know what their thing is because they came out with the Chrome operating system, right? Which is very cool. It's very yes. fast. It works well. It's, it's only a, a browser based operating system. Right. Meaning, if you're not online, although now with these offline tools, that adds a little more functionality to it. Right. Um. And at least the one that, that they sent me, I just got on the list to test it, right. and I got one. Yep. And it's very quick. It has good battery life. Uh-huh. It has a webcam. It has all the good. It's got a very cool thing. That's the right. trackpad has improved as they've come out with new. They're always putting out new um, uh, versions and sure. new updates. But if you buy a new Chromebook, the lowest priced Chromebook uh, is three hundred and fifty bucks. That's the lowest. That's price? the lowest price Chromebook. It doesn't make any sense. That makes zero sense to me. Now they're coming out with. Uh, let me see how big the screen is on this. I believe, I believe it's fifteen. I don't think it's that big. Let me think how big it is. That Hang is on. weird. Yeah, because they do have big screens. These aren't netbooks. These no, are full size laptops. Well, it is. A, it's the same size as the MacBook Air, eleven point six. Okay, but but still, it's it's doesn't have any storage at all right so the folks that poo-poo the macbook air for not having a lot of storage this one has right. zero storage zero. Yep. um and it has again you have to have an internet connection for the most part for it to do anything right so it, it for that price i just cannot believe that it should be 149 well, that's should be what the I'm highest thinking if they want to really do something with it but the reason I brought that up was it, it does have or the ability to add the little voice right. search to it and sure. stuff, and then you can do your email. And it works well. Yeah. It works very well. But you have to have internet connection to do it. Right. But if you've ever called a tech support company and you want to and you want to navigate through, you're finding more and more that it says press one or say one. Right. Or it'll say, tell us what your problem is. Right. And it's it's getting better and better and better technology wise so that you can it is still works better from what i've seen with 
voices that are clear, a little bit deeper. Although I've seen women do it just fine. Sure. But it has to have a pretty clear voice where right. people enunciate enough. Yes. Because if you're if you're talking super fast like a teenager on jolt. Yes. Probably not going to do as well. No, it's not going to work as well. But and maybe that's why it works well for you and I is because we have we're professional broadcasters. That's right. We we've <laughs> we were working radio for a very long time. We know how to talk. So, uh, yeah. yeah, the morning DJs may not work so well for the morning no. DJs. Well, we're back. Now, the NPR folks. Oh, they would have no problems They would at have all. no problem. Yeah. Although, I could probably type faster than some of, some of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. But anyway, that, but the Chrome, I guess 350, if you, if you no. don't need... 350, it, you can buy a full laptop well but then what i'm thinking is if you don't need the dvd you don't want the complexity of a full laptop and all you're doing is email and internet i guess what i'm getting at is why does the complexity matter i know for that price well would you really want to get something that you have absolutely no like you can't use the dvd on it whatsoever so if you ever wanted to it's not there if for exactly the same price and not that much weight you can Right, get one that will do everything. I t- I understand instant on. I understand the advantages of having that computer, but are those advantages really something that make it worth that balance of cash? I agree. I agree. I think for three fifty, no, no. But I just I keep thinking about a lot. Of, I mean, I can't tell you how many times, Adam, uh-huh. I come across, and I think you started to see it before you sold your business. Yeah, but it seems to happen couple times a day now that people tell me all i really do is email and oh internet. sure all yeah. i really do is email and internet yeah all i do is email and, internet. and it's I, kind of a i understand mantra. but when they say that they're saying i don't want to pay for a full-sized computer right all i want to do is these things so they should be able to pay 149 right or 99 bucks and just do those things well and i think that the chromebook at 350 to 400 and then there's even a chromebook for 500 yeah. that's i would spend the crazy. money on an ipad yeah because absolutely, it, it it makes no sense to compete with other mm-hmm. laptops out there. Like you I said, agree. You, you can get a full blown laptop for the same price. I agree. You can get you you can get an an iPad, and then a Bluetooth keyboard mm-hmm. or a keyboard case. Turn it into a netbook and mm-hmm. be able to do so much more than you can on a on a Chromebook. On a Chromebook, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just kind of a it's a curious thing on what they're doing with that operating system. Right. I don't know what the end is. I don't think they have is. a plan. I think we're going to see it end the same way we saw. I mean, if they're going to end Goog 411, they'll they'll end Chrome Chromebook because I, it's some kind of a of a master experiment. Exactly, because Chrome or Goog 411 was far and away more successful than the Chromebook. And and Google Lab or not Google Labs. Yeah, they killed Google Labs. They killed uh what was the other thing too that uh, was part of Google Labs? But you know they they've killed off so many cool projects. Right. I just have a hard time believing that they'll keep this one alive. Google is usually pretty smart about uh, killing off a bad idea, and that's. I, what I'm just is. looking real quickly at the reviews on the Chromebook on Amazon. Yes. There aren't many, and they've been out for yeah a few months, two, right. two three months at least. And uh, there's only 62 on the low-end one. But they're all positive. People like it. Sure. But I think it's one of those things, hmm, why do I have this? Yeah. What, what is this really doing for I me? I agree. I agree. There's a book, the Chromebook. Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been on TV a lot lately. And you been have. Interviewed by, doing, doing by, interviewed by newspapers. 
for a little Facebook project I had going on that reached uh, a lot more popularity than anybody expected, including what was myself. It? I created the Grand Junction Bartering Club oh, about okay. a year ago. About this. Uh-huh. This little, I created this little Facebook group just as an experiment. I wanted to see if people would be willing to trade services and goods and all of that. Like the 1800s. I just thought it sounded like a cool idea. Maybe nobody would do it. Mm-hmm. So I did it, and I think I had like 30 people sign up, mm-hmm. and nothing ever really happened on it. When this lady from Utah... Uh, wrote me and said, do you mind if I take the idea and use it in our community? And I said, it's not my idea. Do right. whatever you want. Because it's been it, done in other places. I don't right? know if it has or not. I, yeah. I imagine, but I don't know. I just Maybe made, not on Facebook. But yeah, maybe not on, on Facebook. Yeah, but right. I know there's been bartering things. But uh, so I said, sure. And then she wrote me like a year later uh-huh. and said, you know, it's really taken off. Thank you for this idea. It's, How big of a you know, city? It's, really, uh, it's in... Sandy or one of the, I don't remember. So a fairly Some, good yeah, size. Yeah, it's, it's a good size city or Provo, one of those areas. And uh, she said, thanks, this idea has really taken off. And that reminded me that the group even existed. So right. I went back into it and I sent out this little reminder to everybody. And I said, just so you guys know, I just want to let you know this club still exists and I'm gonna go nobody's really it. using it. And uh, And I did that. And within months, I've got over 300 people now signed up to that wow. thing. And they're constantly posting stuff on there. And they're always asking me permission. Yeah. And it's, and yeah, was it 300 less than a week ago or around a week ago? Um, so it, it's it's really growing. Some newspapers have been writing me. Oh, you have to ask to join. Yeah, you group. do. Because I wanted the ability to kick people off if they spammed. Gotcha. So you ask to Very join. Cool. I let you in. Which is real easy. I let everybody in. I've only kicked one person off. And that was a person who said something like, you know, who posted some spam stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, other than that, everybody, I allow anything on this. I mean, I'm, well, within reason. Nobody's broken the rules, in other so words. So you are policing it a little. I, very little. I Only when people complain to me and say, should this be allowed, um, then I'll talk to somebody. Or if somebody dominates once in a while, you have somebody who just constantly posts, you know, for their home-based business or something like that. But most of the time. So have you gone to the one in Sandy and checked it out? Uh, Not a little bit. I know the lady that that runs it and that's, you know, we were friends before and that's how I know her from Facebook. But, uh, but uh, I haven't really looked at it and I really, but she said it's taken off and doing pretty well. Yeah. And, and as far as I'm concerned, it could totally fail and I've, you know, nothing to gain or lose, but it's kind of interesting that it's taken off. Um, and it, like I said, it maintains itself. I hardly ever even look at it. It's not like I moderate it or anything. I just uh, let it exist. But it is a nice place to say, um, well, in my case, I need a bunch of weeds to be pulled. Is there somebody who will What would you do and change? I don't know. I'd what find something to, I don't know, help clean with a digital computer. camera or clean. Yeah, I'm Can't not do gonna, that. Not going to do any computer work. How many years is that going on still? <laughs> I don't know. I'm do you, not even worried about do you, it. Do you know how, what's the, what's the cutoff date though? Well, it was 10 years theoretically, oh, but wow. well, I mean, anyway, the, the, we I got to make it a part of the podcast, but it's basically right. unenforceable, but I'm, I'm still not doing anything because I don't want to. Right, but, right, uh, right. Okay. Just, uh, but, yeah. just came up. That's where we're at. Very good. Well, I think it's a, it's a cool idea. I've always liked bartering. People will tell me, oh, yeah. they'll say, well, would, would I, could I do this for you? And if you do this for me, said, sure. Yeah, if, why it, not? if it's, you know, there's always, a, I think, a place to find right. where the barter works. Exactly. For both sides. Exactly. Because I think that's what the whole idea of bartering is. You're not right. you're not out to get more than you're giving. Right. It's trying exactly. to be an equitable trade. You're trying to trade. find an equitable trade and mm-hmm. something that you would be, something that you would spend money on. Right. 
trade with somebody that something that they would spend money on and, and both people are happy and no money, neither person loses money and you know? right. it's just time and, and energy. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. But, uh, I've always liked what will happen with it, but uh, my yeah. dad was a bar- my dad's been bartering oh, since yeah. I can remember. Yeah, I mean he likes to do that kind of thing. Me where too. He'll do something for someone, and they'll do something for him. I, I've heard, and I'm uh, nobody's really showed me anything yet, but I've heard that bartering may possibly be illegal. Did you know that? Well, I think that because if it got big enough, and yeah. I, I believe that it, I, that that's a good point. I don't know true or false, but. I can see that if it got big enough, especially in a low economy, right? If people started bartering for things, right? And you get value out of bartering, yeah. But if there's no money exchanging hands and and uh, they can't collect big taxes. brother, that's right. Big brother's yeah. not getting his cut, right? Somebody's going to be upset. It's about interesting. That. I'll be, I, I I don't think I'm I'm basically just providing a venue. I'm not uh, encouraging or discouraging, but uh, but I mean, I'm is curious bartering to see what illegal? Yeah. Did you look it up? I'm asking Google. Oh, okay, good. Well, I see. I don't know if it's nationally illegal. I don't know if it's illegal in Colorado. <laughs> I'm just doing know. the global search. Sure, yeah. Let's see. I got to do it again. I forgot that. But it is interesting, and I'll look into it. Is but, bartering uh, illegal? Oh, you're still doing the voice search. Yeah. How's that working for you? I've noticed you repeated it twice. Perfect. Okay, well, I, I wasn't in the right place. Oh, okay. <laughs> Federal government seeking to make forms of bartering illegal. Oh, okay. Private bartering is illegal, so says the Federal Reserve. Ooh. Is barter services an example of illegal tax evasion? Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. It is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Wow. So we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll change the name of the group to trading. Ten common myths about barter. I will tell you that there's a website out there that I used to actually help a little bit and kind of Uh post answer questions to techguy.org. And lately, it seems to be infiltrated with spyware. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to throw it out there for our tech folks that if you have ever used techguy.org, I have found it to be uh, pretty sketchy as of late. In fact, Interesting. Um, I would I would avoid it until – or open it up in, in a sandbox or something or in a virtual yeah. machine if you really want to try to use it. And I used wow. to like doing it because I used to find that our traffic would spike a little bit on our website. Right. If I'd answered ten or twelve sure. questions, yeah. So I'd, what I like to do is go into the forums and I would look to see unanswered questions, yeah. and then answer those, right? Because I don't like to be in the thread and be fifth or sixth, right? Um, but it did. It, it was it was fun to do it, and but again, it takes time. Yep, it takes time. Yep, and no money. Yep, and uh, although again, I was trying to get that indirect money via traffic. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, did we miss anything? We probably missed a bunch. Oh, there's stuff, but I don't. Think, I'm proud I think of us that we didn't. Point. We didn't over. I think we mentioned Apple just kind of peripherally just yeah. a few times today. Yeah, even though we've got a lot going on in our Apple universe right now, it's a, they. They are the tech universe at they this are. at this point. They're the economy at this point too. So that's, yeah. that's a good point. That's, a, good. that's why I'm curious if if any other technology company, because technology is is having as tough a time as any other yeah. parts of the economy, I'm wondering if there's going to be some some kind of a little apple for the Christmas season. That's, oh, yeah. It's going to try I think there's probably... I and think, I don't mean apple. I meant... No, I know what you mean. Some kind Something of going on. I, You know, one thing that has to happen, uh-huh. flat screen TV or big TVs, prices have to fall again. They do that every again, holiday. Again, you think? Oh, yeah. I think Man, they're, they're pretty low, low, though. They're low, but I think we'll see them. Although they always find a way to up them up because 
bring them up because there's always different technology right. now there's and 3D, what I've, yeah what i've seen LED. though is that this year's big deal or last year's big deal you know like the 42 inch tv for 600 dollars or 400 dollars actually becomes the standard deal by the end of the year mm-hmm. so i'm always anxious to see what the big deal is this Christmas because that gives us a way to kind of look ahead a year and right. see what prices are going to be like a year from now. Right. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I'm curious something will happen. The one quick thing I will do on our closing here is our friends at Zoho. Zoho is absolutely killing it out there with online yeah, applications. They're amazing. And they're, they're still so unknown. Yeah. And I had to I had to go back to Zoho for a service that I used from Intuit. Intuit had a online business, uh, online billing manager. Right. Because for my business, all I need to do is send out invoices. Right. Periodically, I don't have to do them that often. Yeah. And then track those invoices. Mm-hmm. And I used to leave an invoice with the customers that needed invoices and yeah. had to get paid by invoice versus a check. Right. And for me to track it, I'm horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible bookkeeper. But this yep. billing manager worked real well. I, uh-huh. could, I could track it on my... I couldn't create them on my phone, but I could track it and send uh-huh. receipts from my phone once I got the payment. Sure. And I um, and I could see what was outstanding. I could send reminders. Right. It worked out very well. I'm sure I helped my collections. Yeah. Uh, because I was so poor at it before. But they're closing down operations September 30th. September 30th and they're wanting people, they're going to give people a year free of QuickBooks online. And then after that, you got to pay that price. Man. But I don't need all the other QuickBooks stuff. QuickBooks online is a mess. I mean, it's it's usable, but for something like what you're talking about, that's going to be too a pain. Yeah. Well, so I, I got my contacts out. Mm-hmm. Luckily, contacts were exportable. And I knew, and I tried it just very peripherally about a right. year ago, that Zoho had Zoho billing. Right. They, they called Zoho invoice. Invoice, right. And and I haven't looked at it for about a year. Well, I ported in all my contacts. Uh-huh. They came in perfectly. Right. They, asked, they even asked me, what service do you use? And they told me how to make sure it was formatted cool. correctly. They All my contacts that, that I billed via invoice worked very well. Set up my, my emails and things like that. And the really cool thing is, is that when it sends out a, an invoice and the cover letter has a link that if they want to pay me right then and there via PayPal, wow, using their credit card or PayPal right. account, they can do it. That's cool. And, and I can create the invoice on my phone as well as send the right. receipts, send wow. reminders, things like that. So it's a very cool, very well integrated thing. Does really cool reports that I couldn't wow. do on, on the other one. Um, Without first exporting the data to a uh-huh. spreadsheet, but it has uh, statistics. Is it free? Is it a pay service? It's free for, I think, six invoices a month. Okay. And then above that, then you then there's tier. Yeah, but they're usually really affo- very right. very affordable. Oh, it's very affordable. Yeah. Extreme, it's and it's and it's so clean. Yeah. Very clean and quick and intuitive. You can still see a little bit of. These folks from Zoho are from India. Right. So there is a little bit of a culture uh-huh. difference in the way things are worded. Right. So you really got to look at your, your prefab letters and things like that. Cool. But it's, uh, it, but it's very good. Extremely, extremely good. My daughter, who is an aspiring writer, she has, she's been, I've, I've been sending her apps for trying to find apps either for her, her, uh, laptop or her iphone uh-huh. to help her with her writing and things sure. like that and then she said you know i really want because a lot of these things would track uh 
characters and mm-hmm. character development and sure. things like that. And she looked at him and said, no, no, I don't like this. Because she has bunches of postcards and she sure. still does a lot of paper stuff. Right. And she said, well, I'd, what I'd really like in, in her mind is she wanted a what comes out in a police sketch or a police oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. report right. where you have all the critical data for right. the person and a photo. Right. Because she draws with her Wacom sure. all of her characters. Sure. She draws just a little Very representation. Cool. And so, you know, we were looking and we were trying different things. We even downloaded a, a, a sample application for doing data, that kind of management. Uh-huh. And then I said, you know what? Let's try Zoho Database. Yeah. So in a matter of about half an hour uh-huh. of us talking and working on Zoho Database, we came up with something that she is just extremely happy with. Well, that's cool. And she can search for like a character's name and then it'll bring up who they're related oh, wow. to and what books they come out in her. Cause you know, she's already written yeah. four books and she's working on two more. Man. So she's trying to figure out when she's used what names and, and it's very cool. That is very She can put cool. in eye color. And, uh-huh. and so we put in some drop downs for things that don't yep. change. She's got a, She's got a big description where she puts in their their uh, their personality. Uh-huh. So it, we created wow. a, a database for her. Wow! And she is just thrilled to pieces. Man, that is really and, cool. Uh, and it looks cool. It looks like a little police report because yeah. the report and the form you fill in is and it's all web based, which yeah. is awesome because right. I love web based stuff. But that's another thing for Zoho. You know, it's yeah. awesome. Okay, one last thing. Okay, since it, it's a, it is a. I always say one last thing. <laughs> this who who invented Twitter? Who invented Twitter? Uh, What's that guy's name? Ev uh, Ev Ev Williams. Oh, no, that is what's his last right? name? Well, there's two guys. Yeah, it's the second guy. It's not Ev. It's the other oh, guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ev Williams. It's not him. Was, okay. What's the other guy? Uh, <laughs> dead air. Dead air. No, it's yeah, uh, there he is, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey, okay, that's the guy. Yes, Jack Dorsey. Okay, now he is now. Well, I thought it was an orchestra leader, but yeah, or a boxer. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it could be. Okay, I'm looking. <laughs> this thing is so small. Jack Dorsey is. What? It, what is it? Uh, I'm going to show you. Okay. It's white. Goes with the iPhone or the iPad. Okay. Um, but Jack Dorsey is he invented? Yes. Jeez. Wow, you got uh, lipstick in there. I you do. Got I've your... got my powder case. Powder ah, case. There it is. Oh, oh there we go. Jack oh, Dor- you got the, the, the square. Cube. The square. Is it called square? Called okay, square. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Squareup.com yes. is the website. And this little bitty device that I'm holding up in front of yes. the camera is, uh, and you can go to squareup.com if you can't yep. see it on our camera. It's a little device that Jack I wondered Dorsey, when you'd get one of those. Well, I finally, I finally decided I'm going to try it out because yeah. it's free. Sure. There's no monthly charge. Yeah. But Jack Dorsey decided that one of the things, kind of like the PayPal guys did many, many years ago on eBay, said that the little guy yeah. doesn't have a way to be able to con- to increase his commerce by being able to accept credit very, debit cards. Well, yeah, to be able to accept yeah. a, a an easy payment. And right. for most folks, credit cards and, and debit cards are an easy payment. Right. So they, they figured out what were... What were the barriers okay. in in being able to accept credit cards? Right. Well, one of the biggest barriers was is you normally had to be tethered to a telephone many years ago or an right. internet connection. Yep. And then you also had to be tethered to a bank and a processing system. Yep. And all those things added charges and decreased sure. convenience. Yeah. Well, they came up with this little bitty thing that fits. To me, it's just ingenious. 
it fits into the the headphone port right. of an iPhone or an iPad. Yep. And I guess I saw it at the, I guess I saw it at the Apple store. Uh-huh. And they were using them on the iPads there and that's right. what kind of, you know, I saw how quick and simple it was. Sure. But anyway, so for a small business owner that can't accept credit cards currently or even if you can. Yeah. And you want a cheaper way, more convenient way to do it and you already use an iPad or an iPhone. Uh-huh. This little device, they send it to you for free. You sign up for your account. They uh-huh. make sure that you're a legit person, all that kind right. of thing. And then you can accept these credit cards. It's only 2.4%, I believe, right. per swipe. Right. So whatever, if it's 100 bucks, they take $2.40. Right. And uh, and that's it. There's no other monthly fees. Right. There's no other swipe fees and convenience right. Which fees. even beats PayPal. PayPal's always been fairly inexpensive, but it's always so complicated. That's right. So and you much. had to usually be at a terminal, at a right. computer, to be able to type right. all that, and you had to type in their name and address and all that stuff. Right, and it worked in a pinch. But now I just did the first time the other day. I still like cash and credit, sure, and bartering. But um, but the other day I did it. You swipe it. You have to go pretty quick. It's yeah. I, was, I thought that was kind of interesting, and then immediately verifies who they are. They can sign it on the on cool. your on your phone. Yeah, and then you can email them a receipt. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. It's very cool. That is. And so for people that go to uh, go to fairs and, uh, you know, like a yeah. state fair or sure. a county fair or, yeah. or different events and they're selling their wares, instead of have to take a swiper yeah. or say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't take credit cards, that's going to be huge yeah. for the small business person. Absolutely. And it's easy. It's yeah. easy cheesy. And then you get your money by the next, the next day. That is very cool. Very cool. So Jack Dorsey... I like Thank his you, Twitter. Dorsey. I like his square up. And uh, I thought I started to throw out there. Kind of, it was kind of a segue there from our invoicing from yeah. Zoho. No, that's very cool. So there that's we are. Very cool. That's all I have for today, I think. I don't think I had no, any. No, I think that's a good place to stop. And I don't think uh, I have any just one more things. No, and we've gone to a 56 minutes out of our 45-minute show. So We always do. That's how it works. That's okay. Well, uh, Adam, good seeing you again in yeah. your offices. Thank you. And... Uh, Hope the year goes well for you. Oh, it will. You, you said it's starting out well. This is a, it's starting out well. Rough semester, but it's good. We'll, good. we'll make it through. Professor Adam. That's it. All right. Find Adam at Talking Digital anywhere. Twitter, Facebook, his website, TalkingDigital.org.com. And you can find me everywhere, HelpMeRick.com. Help me Rick on all the major things. Right. All okay. right. Thanks.